Hearing Better by Douglas J. Ebach. In the town of Normal, Pennsylvania, there's a little church at the corner of Wilson and Elm. Recently, the church got an assisted listening system for the hearing impaired. This is a great development for 86-year-old Donald East, whose hearing had deteriorated to the point that Pastor Henry O'Donnell's deep, soothing voice sounded more like an idling tractor engine than human speech. Because of this, Donald frequently fell asleep during the pastor's sermons. When Donald slept, he snored. And since most of those who sat near him found Donald's snoring to be less pleasant than Pastor O'Donnell's homilies, they were also heartened by the new system. On the Sunday that the assisted listening system was introduced, head usher Ralph Billings clipped one of the radio units to Donald's belt and helped him insert the little earphone into his ear. The radio unit picked up a broadcast of everything that went through the speaker system and allowed Donald to control the volume of his individual unit to meet his needs. Donald was delighted. He heard the choir fine and clear. They were more talented than he remembered. He could also hear the announcements, which was a good thing because he learned of an upcoming pancake breakfast hosted by the men's group. Donald loved pancakes. And of course, he could finally hear the content of Pastor O'Donnell's sermon, though he still fell asleep halfway through it. As Donald was leaving the sanctuary to go over to coffee hour, he was distracted by the sight of 75-year-old Betsy Davis wearing a sleek cardigan. Donald thought Betsy was hot, and he'd become so used to the earphone that he forgot he had the assisted listening unit on and walked right out without returning it. Meanwhile, Pastor O'Donnell forgot that he was supposed to power off the transmitter after service. Not only was it an unfamiliar task, but he was preoccupied by parental concern. His daughter Katie had been invited to the senior prom. This would have been fantastic if Katie had been a senior, but she was only a sophomore and Henry was not sure he liked the idea of her dating a boy two years older than her. And he was definitely concerned about what might go on at a prom. He would prefer to put off thinking about that topic for another couple years. In any case, the new assisted listening system was not foremost in his mind. After enjoying a cookie and a cup of coffee, Donald found he needed to visit the restroom. Donald's restroom visits took a while these days, and by the time it came out, most everyone had left. As he grabbed one last cookie, he waved to Missy Moore and choir director Shane Reed, who were heading into the sanctuary to rehearse a special music selection for the following week. Missy was going to sing while Shane accompanied her on the guitar. Missy wanted to do a full dress rehearsal, so she set up a microphone while Shane tuned his instrument. Are you ready? Missy asked. Out in the social hall, Donald heard Missy's voice broadcast through the assisted listening system. But he didn't realize that's where it was coming from. He looked around the empty room. Ready for what? He asked nervously. Shane wasn't speaking into a mic, so Donald didn't hear his reply. Instead, he heard Missy say, Do you think I should introduce it, or just launch right in? Introduce what? Donald asked, beginning to feel desperate. Who's there? And then Missy started her song, Lord of the Dance. Donald stumbled back in shock. The angelic voice that was coming from nowhere seemed to be claiming it was the Lord. About that time, Betsy returned to the social hall to retrieve her cardigan, which she'd left behind. Donald rushed over. Do you hear that? he asked. Betsy eyed him uneasily. The old guy looked kind of crazed. Hear what? In the sanctuary, Missy and Shane paused in their rehearsal. The music in Donald's headphone went suddenly silent. The next thing you heard was Missy responding to some question Shane had asked. I don't like that, she said. Donald thought maybe God was unhappy he was talking to Betsy. Oh, it's gone now, Donald lied. Okay, Betsy said with a smile and patted him on the arm. Then she hurried out to her car. The voice started singing Lord of the Dance again. Donald was familiar with the song, but now he listened carefully to the lyrics. He wondered if maybe God wanted him to dance. Donald hadn't danced since his wife passed away, and truthfully probably hadn't even danced for a decade before that. Donald didn't particularly like to dance, but who was he to deny God? He started to do a little box step with an imaginary partner. About a minute later, the music stopped. The voice in his ear said, Let's pick up the pace. Then it started singing again at a faster tempo. 
Donald wondered if God appreciated what this exertion was doing to his 86-year-old heart, but he danced. Katie O'Donnell happened to pass by the door of the social hall just then, on the way to her dad's office. She observed old man East hopping crazily about in the quiet room by himself. When she reached the office, she said, Dad, I think Mr. East is having a stroke. Henry rushed out. He was relieved to discover the stroke was really just Donald's herky-jerky attempt at dancing. He was less relieved when Donald started babbling something about God speaking to him. You mean you hear him right now? Henry asked. Yes, except it turns out God is a woman. She told me to dance by singing the hymn Lord of the Dance. And now, she just told me she wants everyone to be tapping their toes along with her. Dad, Katie said, I think it's a sign. Henry thought it was more likely that Katie had been right with her first guess of a stroke. But he asked, a sign of what? That you should let me go to the prom. Henry really had his doubts about that interpretation. But he looked at Katie's eager face and found his will to deny her was crumbling. Okay, he said, you can go to the prom. Thanks, Dad, Katie squealed and hugged him. Then she looked back at Donald. Mr. East, you forgot to return that new radio thingy. Donald pulled the earphone out of his ear. It suddenly became clear to him what had happened. He flushed crimson. As Katie ran off to call her date and tell him she could accept his invitation, Donald and the pastor looked at each other sheepishly. I guess it wasn't a message from God after all, Donald said. I don't know, Henry replied. Did you see how happy Katie looked? The following week, Betsy invited Donald to a dance at the senior center. She'd seen him dancing through the windows as she got in her car the week before. Turns out the old dude had moves. <laughs>